Posted on the Moon Studios presents another ghetto and godly. What's good, congregation? It's your girl, Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. And we are back with a brand new ghetto and godly episode. It's been a minute. Hot minute, man. Corona shut that shit down. You know. <laughs> Corona said nobody doing shit. No this? podcast. That shit is not essential. So set your ass down. I mean, it kind of is, though. In the, in the big scheme of things, you know, it's still content while people sitting down in their homes quarantined. No, that shit. Have you done any um, shitty podcasts? No. Why not? I mean, I ain't like, I ain't been in the mood, you know what I'm saying, really? Like, but, you know what I'm saying, that ain't fair to the fans, so I'm going to hit the ass up this week with, with a brand new one. Brand new, fresh. Fresh and dope. Fresh and fly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I actually been just sitting on content because there's hella shit we need to talk about. But, you know what I'm saying, like, I just, I just been building up. Got a new light show for him and everything now. A light show? Yup. Oh, okay. The light in the corner right here? No, it's more than that. Oh. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a piece of the puzzle. You, you feel me? That's just a piece of the puzzle. We, we doing things. Last week, I couldn't do a show because I felt like Ronan was creeping up on me. I went to... Wing stop, and this man sneak like he caught like out of line, and and did not cover his mouth, and you know I had to let him know, you didn't even cover your mouth, and I felt like I was coming down with it. I had to like sit down for a second and take some medicine. Damn. Yeah. That coronavirus. Also, today marks one year of Nipsey Hussle being assassinated. Yeah, that shit crazy. They get going by fast. Yeah, yeah, it did. That shit was crazy, though. That's crazy. It's I didn't still, realize that was the day. You know, it was the, the 31st. Uh-uh. I didn't realize that shit. Yeah, it's definitely today. That is crazy. Today... Wanna get a one guy we are joined by Papa Joe Avian. So we will be giving him a call in a minute here. He um was a part of the song. Last night the DJ saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, an entrepreneur um has different things going on. So we'll we'll get into that a little bit later in a minute. In a minute here. Anything else that you want to touch on? Um, Doctor Key. No, nah, you know what I'm saying like, you know, shit. Just I want y'all to stay safe out there. You know what I'm saying like, I really don't feel like it's serious as you know. You like, don't think so? That. Not at all. Wow. But like, I just want y'all to stay safe. If you do come in contact, are with are you somebody, washing your hands? Of course. But if you do come, how in, long? I always wash my hands. Uh, a whole um bounce song, a bounce New Orleans bounce. You know, like a bounce. <laughs> yeah, you gotta run, put it in your head. What's the song? How it go? Anyone, you can do anyone. Rap, can do rap, a, since when rap do, a you, verse. do you know a new? <laughs> just rap a verse. Li- since when do you listen to New Orleans bounce? Just rap a verse. That's what they said. Like when they gave the example, they were like, just think of a New Orleans bounce song and how like it be. But bouncing. why New Orleans? 
Cause it's, I mean, it's just that's what the example was. They they, they verses must be long. No, nah, it ain't. It's not. It's not even long. You supposed to um, wash your hands like how, how many seconds? It's twenty seconds. Thank you. That's not long. That's not a. Well, verse. you said a New Orleans bounce song. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about like one of them wobble, 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 shake it, shake it, shake it. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole hook. Like that's all you gotta do. Just think of a New Orleans bounce hook. Wash your hands, and by the time you get done with the hook, your shit should be fresh and fly and clean. You must have downloaded TikTok. Not at all. I don't have to you did the savage challenge not at all you look like you did i don't know what the savage challenge is be honest with you what is it put me on game you know what it is that's why i don't put me on game what is it it's the meg the stallion savage song it's like a little man what the fuck i look like performing (laughs) meg the stallion listen for real so that's that's really what i'm what's wrong with that A whole lot's wrong with that. <laughs> no man should be fucking performing Meg the Stallion for nobody. Shiki, not TikTok, not they, not nobody. Shiggy did it. That nigga, but Shiggy different. I'm not like Shiggy. That <laughs> that nigga do whatever. I'm good on that. I'm good. Shiggy probably do some more shit you don't know about, and I'm good. Good on all that. <laughs> yep. I ain't doing none of that shit. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even doing the uh, Drake uh, switch, whatever they call that shit. The switch challenge. I'm not even doing the switch challenge. Uh-uh. Nope. You too. You too metro. You too hetero. It's not even about too heterosexual. It's just that you know what I'm saying. I never ever you know what I'm saying wanted to put on women clothes, and I definitely never ever wanted to motherfucking uh, switch. Switch. <laughs> and then yeah, where my what my woman wearing, and then. Uh, the fucking Bible say a lot of shit about that. I mean, but we already know the Bible been tampered with. But it, it's they, Bible. Yeah, you're right. But they not Bible. They they call it out in there too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. You know the demasculinity of men, black exactly. men in particular. But yeah, I'm good on all that shit. Now the the switch where they like <laughs> they like uh, doing a little switch and then they start fucking. Or getting some head. Wait, oh, where is cool. that at? Pornhub? Yeah, shit's out there. No, I don't Pornhub at all. They right there on Facebook, just like the rest of them shits. Wow. Someone whacked up. Like, like, come on now. Like, y- y'all look fucking horrible fucking. Like, why you? Why would you even put that shit out there? Like, what you, kind are y'all of, both retarded? What kind of friends do you have on it's, social media? That, they're not my friends, but, you know, videos go viral all the time. So, niggas wow. just repost shit. Niggas share shit. But I, yeah, they out there. I haven't seen one of those. The craziest motherfucking video I've seen this, this last week was uh one, though, where <laughs> this nigga, man, it's a Mimi, too. But it's a Mimi of a motherfucker fucking this girl. And then all of a sudden, this nigga started punching her ass and jump out of the cat and then kick the girl. And the Mimi says, like, when the pussy's bad. That shit was hella funny. And the crazy wow, thing about it. That really violent. It ain't, like, violent like that. It's hella funny. Like, if you see it, you're going to be What if his dick was bad? I mean, he was always going to talk about somebody's pussy being bad. Like, but that wasn't a part of the trash. video. The, I'm just saying, like, I don't, you know, I'm a, I'm a feminist. Like, I'm always standing for the woman. Like, when, what if his dick was trash? I mean, y'all got to make a video then. They gotta make a diggish trash video. Make a diggish trash video, ladies. Like I'm sick of these niggas. This one was no diggish trash video. This one was the pussy trash. But like in the end of the video, though, I would never do that. But the nigga really punched the girl ass, like was beating her ass, like he fighting her, and then kicked people her. People are just bored. Like y'all gotta pick up a book. See, look, I'm gonna show you. I know they pay for videos. Mm-hmm. This wax tough. This shit is horrible. Oh, it's pretty trash. I don't know. Your phone is on something. It's like moving by itself. No, that's how it is because of the, it's a 
Finish All right, we're we gonna get into our guest. So let's give him a call. call him Papa up. Joe Pop- Avianza. Let's call him up. That was a trash video. That video was trash. Yeah, yo. We gotta post it on the moon. And you said it was so funny. I'm you're questionable. No, no, no. Your sense of humor is questionable. Papa Joe, you are live on Ghetto and Godly with Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker, and Dr. Key. How you doing this evening? Good, how are you? Thanks Uh, for having me on. We hanging in there. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Are you quarantined? Yes, I am. Six feet, right, Papa Joe? You taking six feet? I'm sorry? You keeping it six feet away, right? Oh, yeah. Social distancing. <laughs> but this, you know what, though? This is, this is nothing new for me. I've been living this, I lived this lifestyle like six years ago, so this is nothing but I'm just like... Oh, wow. All right, cool, yeah. So gotcha. you were ahead of the that's curve. Like, that's pretty much how my journey started with self-isolation and self-being self-quarantine and figuring out where to go from there. But, mm. uh, yeah, so I'm like, this is me, but I'm hanging in there now, though. <laughs> so this is only going to create some new some new content from you, some new creativity, being exactly. that it's <laughs> it's it's mandatory, right? Oh yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I to be honest with you, I think there's a good time for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of joke and say, Mother Nature sent everybody to the corners. <laughs> <laughs> we are all in timeout. <laughs> yeah, well, just a little bit about you. I want to let the people know who you are. You were born in Michigan, and you moved to New York, and, and you worked on Wall Street. In 2002, you moved to L.A. to pursue a career in entertainment. Fast forward to 2009, you revolutionized the music game when you dropped a hit single, Last Night the DJ Saved My Life. And at this time, if I'm not mistaken, you were like 450 pounds, right? About? Yeah. All right. And then for after that 18 months, you worked tirelessly. You lost 250 pounds and without weight loss surgery. I don't know if people can say that nowadays, but I salute to you for that. That's hard work. Um, You also have a well-known clothing line called Jojo and an animated TV series called Electric Negro. You are a busy, (laughs) busy man. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah i want there's, there's, there's a lot to unpack yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what everything with you everything has just kind of been a ripple effect mm-hmm. um you know um and, and just been just following following my truth you know what i'm saying and and, and it kind of led me where i'm at today you know everything right. that's coming from weight loss and career it's just kind of all coming full circle and uh, being able to give back and, and help others. Is that, that's kind of what I want to do, you know. So I, I've, I've done this for myself. Now it's kind of leaving breadcrumbs for everybody else to say, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, so that people don't, you know, they can follow the trail and follow the path and, and uh, be successful. You know? Right. Absolutely. I want to touch on the obes- obesity thing. I have a, a guilty pleasure of watching my 600-pound life on TLC. And I always wondered, like, how someone eats themselves into a wheelchair, a bed, to where they're immobile. Um, what was it that made you 
um, that caused you to be obese? Because a lot, a lot of that is mental and psychological. So what was that that, you know, that caused you to be obese? You know, um, well, I made a lot of bad decisions. I'm an emotional eater. Mm-hmm. You know, I found that out. <laughs> right. I'm not the hard way. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, uh, you know, I was making some bad choices and just was kind of rough with um, my career, my relationship. So, you know, um, when I was stressed out, um, I went to food. Food is my comfort food. Mm. Um, and then it became my addiction because... That's all I ran to when I was stressed out, and then I was like, I was kind of, I don't think about it now, but I was there, I was slowly killing myself with food, mm. and so I was in this cycle, and I never, you know, I, I mean, I yo-yo diet and everything, trying to break the cycle, but never could stick to it enough because I wasn't mentally strong enough to have that willpower until the video came out of last and TV came out. Like, that was my wake-up call. Mm. Were you in that video? And um, and then when the video came out, literally that was my wake up call. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I have to watch the video life. now. Yeah. <laughs> what was the moment you were like, "This is enough"? Like, enough is a fucking enough, and yep. I'm gonna mm. change my life. Uh, basically, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm. You know, I. <laughs> I mean, that was a feeling that I've been in, but um, when I saw that profile shot, um. And kind of like just where I had, where I had, where I was, you know, I never really saw myself. Um, you know, I've seen myself in pictures, but then I thought, oh, this is on the internet. You <laughs> mm, right? I'm not the only one that's seen it. You right? Everybody's seen it, you know. Right. Um, and then when the label contacted me and said, oh, uh, you know, it's going to be on the Billboard magazine, uh, oh, Billboard wow. chart. I'm like, what? Mm. You know. And then I'm like, oh, everybody sees that. Not only me. You know what I'm saying? If I see it, everybody's going to see it. So the fact that music was something I was passionate about came back into my life, you know, I just said, okay, you got to change it, start changing ways. So that was something that literally was able to break my cycle. At least the start of it. Right. Or at least to give me, at least to give me the fire and the motivation to move forward. Right. Was, was taking the route of, well, not taking the route of weight loss surgery, was that intentional? Like, were you just determined to do it by yourself? Uh, well, you know, I'm afraid of I'm afraid of uh, dying. That's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> when I was broke and I was unemployed, so um, I couldn't afford it anyway if I could. Mm, okay. So um, it literally was school of hard knocks, um, old school, consistent measures, and, and just keep it old school. And like, okay, all right, hard work it is. Mm. You know, again, I've yo-yo diet before, so I've been through the cycle, but now it's like, okay, again, I had that fire, I had that motivation, I had uh, the, the, um, the visual of being on Billboard magazine and finally having that dream and that passion, you know what I mean? Something, it's my very first single coming out, you know, is mm-hmm. going to be debuted on Billboard magazine. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Billboard church. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? That was enough fire right there to go, yay. You know? Right. So, um um, and they just told me that and that motivation to say, okay, there's enough enough. Let's do this. Right, let's do this. Now, what is the motivation behind last night the DJ Save on Life? Like, do you have a, that love for music and, you know, just hearing the, the DJ play music in a club type atmosphere? Like what what motivated that song? I'm so sorry, you were breaking up. I can hear that. I heard the last I didn't hear the What inspired the, the hit song, Last Night the DJ Saved My Life? What was the inspiration behind that? 
oh, they just asked me to be featured on it. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> he said, we like your voice. And they were like, you just rap. And they had fired the other artists and then hired me. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And then I got I got signed to a label in Kenyan. Papa Joe, did you, did you know Lula before you guys did the track? No. Oh, that's crazy. So they just really put you guys together and made a song. Literally. That's crazy. Literally. I got the words that say this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I went in the studio, did it, and next call I got was, it's going to be on the Billboard chart. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> but, I mean, that right there, you know, again, once, once again, you know, that got that spark and that motivation. You know, that's when the, when I looked for myself at the video, I was like, again, I'm not the only one seeing myself like this. And I was unhappy, uncomfortable, and unhealthy. So, mm-hmm. I, you know what, enough is enough. And so I had to ask myself what was the easiest exercise that I can do when I'm walking. Mm. So what I would do is first time around the block, I would just do one time. And mm-hmm. then they called me and said, okay, you're ready to be debuted on the Billboard chart. It debuted at number 24. Mm-hmm. So I would, each, each, week that it would each week that it would go up in the charts, I would walk to a further newsstand to go get the Billboard magazine as a reward for myself mm. and, and bring it home. And then by the time that it was finally finished, it went from 24 to 26. Mm. And, and it went to number six. And then after that, so by the time I went to that last newsstand, I was walking up to five miles a day. And then within 18 months, I lost 250 pounds. Mm. Wow. That's dope. Now you worked on, you actually worked on Wall Street in New York on the um, stock exchange, correct? Yes. What made you say, you know what? I've had enough. I'm moving to <laughs> LA <laughs> across the country. Well, um, my, my office at the time I was working for um, an internet company. I was vice president of sales for an internet company. Uh, but my office was across the street from New York Trade Center. Um, so I, after that whole experience, I experienced all of that. Mm, 9-11. Huh? You experienced, um, oh, okay, I thought you were talking about 9-11, never mind. <laughs> no, but, but uh, having to evacuate and go through that whole 9-11 experience, mm-hmm. and, and um, uh, yeah, jobs are really hard to come by once the uh, you know, financial system was trying to rebuild, um, and then jobs are really hard to come by, so I said, okay, where, what's your next? <clears throat> and literally um, had a dream one day, and so I'm just at California, and I said, okay. And you just packed up. Dream, moved out to California. Mm. And before I left for California, what happened was it was interesting um, because I was literally going through that career change, figuring out what I was going to do and that life change and just trying to get out of New York because I was just fed up with, um, you know, being unemployed and again and not, you know, not being hired for what I was worth and, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> and just the tragedy of New York, you know. Did you feel like partially and, that was because you were – maybe overweight and a black man yeah all that mm. <laughs> all that all that yeah um everything you know and i was in a i was in an abusive relationship not a big abusive but uh emotional uh abusive relationship so to speak um and then um uh again had that dream and uh but before i left for california uh i wound up doing the dave Chappelle show oh wow <laughs> <laughs> as an extra um, mm. there was a casting call that I went to and over 500 people brought their headshots to this that and the other I brought a Polaroid picture 
And literally, just literally, I just a picture, a photo, and, they and I you. turned it in and got picked. That's wow! Uh, what episode is that? And uh, the Roots episode that he did, the Roots episode <laughs> in the very first season. Oh, okay. Oh, so you and you on the uh, the Roots uh, the Roots uh, where he was like, um, is it the one where they oh, ran away? Huh? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's crazy! Yep. Damn. I'm, actually, I'm, in, I'm in the chain gang. I'm in the chain gang. Uh, I'm in the chain gang line. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm about to go look that up now, man. So okay. show over. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm literally I'm in the chain gang line, and that's literally how I got my my taste for the entertainment industry because I got picked for that, and then I wound up doing another episode of his. And then from there, um, uh, UCB used to be on Comedy Central with uh, Amy Poehler, uh, I believe Matt Stolen, I forgot his name, but there's a group, uh, group of sketch uh, comedy groups that used to be on. They were they were actually part of the Dave Chappelle Stage Friends and all that stuff. But um, and then I got shifted to the production company over there to their side, and I started doing extra work. So that's how I got my taste. And some just said, okay, move up to California if you don't do this forever. Mm. <laughs> Try to do this forever. So, dumb. so, yep. So that's what happened, and that's how I got my start. Literally from the Dave Chappelle show. That was my very first extra working job into the entertainment industry. That's dope. That's not dope. Especially on Chappelle yeah. show, man. That's like a major show for a culture. lot of people. Yeah, the for the culture. Because I definitely was watching that as a kid. And all my friends were oh, watching yeah. that as, as a kid, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, it was an amazing experience to be a part of, and I got to learn. You know what I mean? I got to learn. That's uh, crazy. And, 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 you know, she's just chasing the dream, moved out to L.A., and then, and uh, you know, um, there were a few, few, few things that I did. And, uh, right. Chappelle Show. Well, tell us about Electric Negro. What is this? I know it's an animated series. What is it? I think that was him, though. It wasn't us. Oh, okay. It was him. I can hear it. We'll call him back, y'all. We'll pull him right up. We have a little technical difficulties in the studio, y'all. Corona got everything acting up. Coronavirus! Mine dropping <laughs> calls. Not not the new iPhone. That's a new iPhone. Corona don't care? Corona don't it care? It ain't Corona. How new your iPhone is? That's rent. They all want to sound like it is real. It is real. Oh, we can't even get them back. Hold up. I don't know what that was. Let's see what it back on. There we go. Hello, Papa Joe. We lost you. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. I'm no, here. it's fine. We were asking, tell us about Electric Negro. Like, what is yeah. this? It looks <laughs> very interesting. Thank you. Um, it's a new animated series that I have uh, that, I'm, that I'm bringing to the table. Um, so basically, when I started um, through the transformation, I was calling myself the Electric Negro because I was believing that I was my own little superhero. Hmm. Um, and I do believe that for, as for everyone. Hmm. Uh, we are our own superheroes. Mm-hmm. But, right, um, right on. Um, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and through that, and through that message, um, I started the clothing line, and then with the, in the JoJo now, I was selling the Electric Negro shirts, 
And then somebody said to me, hey, that was a great comic book. And I was like, oh, really? All right, cool. So from there, it's been cultivated into, in the last five years, it's cultivated into an animated series now. Um, and, yeah, controversial, unapologetic, thought-provoking, and hilarious. And I'm really excited to bring this to the table. Um, I've got now, I've got uh, Denzel Waker from Black Panther on board. Yes, uh, I saw McC- that. <laughs> no, 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 that's not uh, I've got A.J. McLean from the Backstreet Boys, because I want it that, that way. way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I got to tell you, the day I got the day I got the letter of interest from that, I had to fanboy out. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Thank right. you, Lord. <laughs> Papa Joe, do you, do you already got some writers lined up? Um, actually, I'm looking for them now. Look, I Papa Joe. Because uh, uh, through this through this quarantine life that we're doing, uh, yeah, I got I've got some time. So yeah, look, Wait, you you right? Uh, yes, sir. And I want to put my bid in, Papa Joe. If you're looking for writers, I definitely can send you something over so we can see. Uh, you know, if you're interested, and if you're interested, let's work, man. Please, mm-hmm. please, I'm Seriously. definitely interested because uh, um, I'm actually right now through the quarantine life. Right now, production's kind of shut down through things, but. Uh, um, email's still working, and um, I'm still um, uh, getting ready to pitch it out to a few networks. Um, yes. Uh, and get this rolling. But um, yeah, it's um, right now. It's um, it's on Instagram. It's uh, at the Electric Negro. And is this also, your Jeep uh, on Instagram? This Electric Negro Jeep. I'm sorry. Is this your Jeep? Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. That's super Thank dope. You. That's dope. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, um, and it's just it's just been a really it's just really, like I said it's it's been an idea that I've been cultivating for the last five years and the fact that it's coming to fruition, um, and then everybody's just been attracted to it as far as what I'm bringing to the table with it. It's all inclusive cast. I've got a variety of people uh, that are living their voices and just want to bring something unique and different to the table. It's not going to be uh, the average, uh, you know. Uh, I want to tell. Basically, it's a tale. It's like Boondocks tale. I was going to ask that. Is it kind of like a Boondocks? That's so dope, man. This, yeah. this is dope. It's like a Boondocks take on a superhero. That's dope. This is mad. Dope. I, need a, I need a shirt, Doc, Papa Joe. Oh, I got one for you. I got one for you. <laughs> I got a care package coming for both of these. So oh, yes. Make sure, make sure I get your info before. And then, uh, yeah, I got care packages coming your way. But, uh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, just need to, yeah we'll, 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 we'll get all that <laughs> offline. But, yeah, right. Um, Again, but I'm really excited about this project. Man, you got and, me uh, that's, excited that's, now, man. God, wait, like this is crazy. This is crazy. Why? This is mad though. <laughs> this is mad. Why? Well, well, let me ask you something. What, what, uh, what, what do you like to write? Is it comedy? What do you like? Man, like comedy. Um, I actually like comedy, but I, I, I like to tell stories out of it. So I want to make you laugh, but I also want to make you think too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna give yeah. you the joke, but I'm also gonna give you a message as well. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Now you wrote about. you wrote a book too, Papa Joe. Yes. Uh, actually, well, you know what? I, I, you know what? Uh, this is one of those things because of the experience that I went through and living that quarantine life, so to speak, and unemployed and having to deal with my own self discovery and transformation and all that stuff that I did. Um, uh, with the success of uh, the weight loss and uh, the the, the billboard hit um mm. i became a writer mm. so mm-hmm. I wrote my first book mm. uh within four hours of it being on amazon i became an amazon bestseller within four hours oh, wow. what that's crazy how many did you have to sell pop uh papa joe to be a bestseller um over well over a 
What was that? I think the phone cut out. Did it cut out again? Oh, man. Yo, golly. <laughs> that's crazy. Your this service. Is, this is one of our best interviews tonight. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, Papa Joe's dope. This is crazy. And Sprint want to act like this tonight. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> this is horrible. You know what it is? You know what it is? Uh-huh. It's all the networks right now, everyone's trying to call everybody else, and everyone's mm-hmm. getting tied down. I have four bars, and I'm keep getting cut off. Oh, that is crazy. That is crazy. Too many people well, in the network. We're having network problems because um, everyone's overloaded. Everyone's on the phone. <laughs> right. You're totally right. Totally right. But how, So how many was it, Mr. Uh, Pablo? Because your phone actually cut off before we can get the answer. I'm sorry. How many? How many was it to sell to be to become the best seller? No, I was I was saying that I didn't know the threshold, but I was I know it was over a thousand that I sold uh, with the first within the first then, release. Yeah, well, yeah, within the first four hours, uh, it was um, it was like uh, top of the board of the motivation department. I'm uh, in the motivation section number one. That's and I, yeah, and That's so my very first book is called Balancing the Scale. It's on Amazon. Uh, how to transform your mind, body, and business. Basically, it's a handbook that I like to call it. Um, that it's not about the weight that you lose; it's about the life that you gain. Hmm. Dope. That's real. Yeah. Mm. That's dope. That's dope. And one of the things, and one of the lessons that I've learned from this is that <clears throat> it's through the weight loss and stuff like that. There were things that I was allowing myself and accepting myself to 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 remain the way that I was, and the way that I was, and to realize that I can change that, and anybody else can change that, and hopefully it gives them the tools, you know, to be able to change that. I want to do that one day. I know, Papa Joe. That, I that's do. some crazy shit, man. I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I couldn't sit at one, at one point in my in my life, I couldn't sit into a seat of a roller coaster. Mm. Even with the extender, told I was too fat to ride the ride. Mm. I didn't to ride. You know, everybody laughed at me because I couldn't sit in there. Oh, you're so fat. Uh, and then crazy. all of a sudden, man, here I am now. I'm underneath the weight restrictions of to go skydiving. That's <laughs> crazy. That a month ago. Right. And now I'm getting ready to get my try to get my certification so that I can help others conquer their fear. Wow. To skydive? Yeah. You That's know. Oh, yeah, I love it. That's you know what? It was the one thing I've got to share. It was the one thing that's been on my bucket list and because and, I'm scared of heights. Uh-huh. But I tell you, it was after that experience, I that's when I said I want to get my certification and I would do it again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Really, you've been this fearful of this? Something that I was so fearful of now turns out to be something that I gave like another passion or like, ooh, I like this. But pa- pa- <laughs> so 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 Papa Joe, you telling me that you got in a plane and you scared of heights, you got yep. in a plane, <laughs> went up yep. to the sky, j- jumped out the plane, yep. and, and and glided to the ground with a parachute. Yeah. Oh and, no! And, then went, and, went, and went home, and went home, and googled how much it would cost to get my certification in skydiving, mm. and what the steps were to do to get my skydiving license, that's, so that's that I could help others to overcome their fear too. This, I'm telling you, it was amazing. How, and I'm like already contacted some people. I'm like, let's go again. <laughs> how long were you in the air, Papa Joe? Um, 
it's a it's a forty five second drop free fall and then the rest is gliding Ooh. all the way down and literally you're in there that is about crazy. That is I bet that is so liberating. That is something I want to do. Oh, no. I'm afraid of heights as well. Oh, you know what? No. And honestly, to be honest with you, it feels because okay. The initial fear of jumping 13,000 feet above the ground is literally mm. jumping out of the plane. Mm-hmm. That's what's that. But it is oh, no. so fast, and it's over before you even think about it, that literally you're just floating on a, you mm. like you're floating on a pillow, and then he drops, they drop the parachute, and then you just hang and glide all the way down. I'm sorry. Wow. Initial, I can't do it, guys. I can watch. <laughs> I can't do it, y'all. I'm doing it. I can watch. <laughs> I can watch all day. I, I am doing it. That's crazy. That is well, actually crazy. from the ground, actually from the ground, people look like popcorn because you just see parachutes start opening up and you can't see anybody falling. That's all these crazy. parachutes popping open and all these people, people look like popcorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm I'm scared of the plane. When I'm on the plane, I don't even like being in the plane. But the plane is cool because I ain't jumping out. But you guys talking <laughs> about jumping out the plane? Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh, yeah. The only way I'll fear. jump out the they plane. Fear. Let me tell you, Papa Joe. The only way I'll jump out the plane is if it's going down. And if they know it's going down for sure, <laughs> then I'll jump out. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I, I ain't jumping out no plane. But that was my answer, though, Papa Joe. For like, I feel like every uh, plane, commercial plane or private plane, should have enough parachutes on the plane for the passengers. So in case they do have an emergency, they could jump out. And people always tell me they ain't got time. You know what I'm saying? If, if something happened, it normally happened where they ain't got time to jump off. I mean, jump out. But my thing is, for me to feel safe on a plane, I do want to have a parachute. Because that way I feel like True. I got a chance. True. Mm-hmm. True. True. I feel you. I feel you. But you got to know how to use it, though, like you said. You got to know how to use it. Exactly. The problem is how you use it. How do you use it? Like we're not gonna make it. Like, like it's not guaranteed. Like, <laughs> you was totally right. You was totally right, Papa Joe. That, that that's exactly what happened. I can see that happen right now because we don't pay attention. We don't read no fine print, nothing. Like, so you got on damn plane? What you mean? I mean, he could have his crap going and everything, trying to give lessons, and everybody like head down, everything's in trouble. Put the AirPods in. They got the headphones on. You already know. Like, I do that shit every time, Papa Joe. Like, when I get on the plane, and they got some new rules, some new regs, I don't know shit about it. Like, because I, I put that shit right on because I'm ready to go to sleep. No, because you wasn't paying attention, then you would have known there would have been a parachute on the plane. plane. You're right. You're totally right. You're totally right. Totally right. Totally right. So I'm definitely now I'm going to be more aware because you're right. Oh, yeah. Got to be yep. more aware. Yep. Totally right. That's crazy. Well, Papa Joe, you are, this conversation came right on time in the midst of this coronavirus and quarantine because you, you're an inspiration. You went from working on Wall Street in New York, decided to move to California, followed the dream, hit singles, book, 
animated series, clothing line. That's amazing. You know, it's just a you testament of if do go you after what? what you what you want. You know. That's exactly it. And that's exactly what I was going to say. It's all about um, igniting that passion and just following mm. your dream and go from there. And, and survival as well. Right. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that too. Staying afloat, <laughs> yes. You know, um, because uh, one of the things that I didn't mention was uh, uh, through that weight loss, um, I also lost it by shopping for healthy foods at a, at a dollar store. Mm. Oh, I did and read I, that. I, I, all, I, I did always, read that. I only... And I only spent forty dollars a week on food. Wow! Which, which basically, was basically my meal budget about to seven dollars a meal, twenty one dollars a day or not. Wow. That's what I. That's the meal that I was making, but I was spending only forty dollars a week on food. That's discipline. That's what I had to budget out, you know, through unemployment. That you know, is some <laughs> discipline. Listen, if anybody, yeah. that is a superhero power within itself. Okay. Like that is the next is next level discipline. That's dope. Yeah, and that's that's what it really is all about is that discipline and, and mm-hmm. finding out. To be honest with you, one of the acronyms that I have is WIN. It's like figuring out what's important now. Mm-hmm. You want to win? You, you got a real, you know, you want to win? What's important now? Mm-hmm. That's true. So even for right now, that people are maybe struggling and this and that. I know people are out there struggling through this whole thing, mm-hmm. and you know, it's an adjustment. But, uh, you know, if you just stick, if you stay focused on what's important now, what you got to take care of and handle. Right. Uh, one of the things, one of the things that I even say, write two minutes. <laughs> things you got to do and the bills you got to pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, that's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and you got to work on those two daily, you know? <laughs> right. Okay. Every day. I'll call you tomorrow. I'll pay you next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> Payment <laughs> arrangement here. You know what I mean? I'll be <laughs> 20. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 20. Can't and pay the whole, I can't pay the whole thing, other, but I'm going to throw yeah, you a little something. Yeah, and then <laughs> on the other side, you got, you know, the personal things you got to take care of, you know. Mm. Yeah, I'll go for my walk today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm going to eat a, I'm gonna eat a little healthier today. I'm going to work on that book today. I'm going to work on that project. Or I'm going to write that story. Right. <laughs> right. And it's tough. You know, it's, it's really... It's easier said than done to to Correct. keep that that discipline, especially in it's, these you know times. You know, it's it's so easy for us to to get off track and tune into what the but news you know is talking about and let anxiety take over. So, but you know what? I'm gonna tell you something, mm. um, and this is one of the things that I think that I've learned something, mm. and I think that because we've all been sent to our corners, and one of the realizations that I came through is that we've taken time for granted. Mm-hmm. And now we ain't got nothing but, but time. time. Mm. Yes, that's a word. You know what I mean? And that and that really is to for self growth, self development, and um, and self love. Right. You know what I mean? And just really taking the time to figure out what we got, what you got to take care of, whether it's family and personal needs, personal mm. self self love. Then yeah, then you, you got you got you got time. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing but time. People locked in. You know what I mean? People. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're not really locked in. You go for a walk and get outside and do what you need to do. Or if you're an essential worker, you know, you got to work and pay the bill. Mm-hmm. Protect yourself and be safe. But for everybody else that's working from home and locked in or unemployed or lost their job, this and the other, um, it's, time to, it's time to get started. Get this started. is a test. Some of us going to come out worse than we were before, and some of us going to come out better. So pick your lane. We're going to get through it together, and we're going to survive together. But, you know, um, you know, if anybody wants any tips or tricks or whatever, 
they can read the book. Because <laughs> I got them in, I got them in there. It's just ways that you can, you, you know, relieve that stress and anxiety. Yeah. And, you know, because it really is about your mental stability and your mental mm-hmm. health. You know, and if you practice good habits and stuff like that, like I said, uh, it, it's a little easier for me now because I've been through this before. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, this ain't nothing new. I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> been there, done that. You're right. Oh, I've been here before. Oh, not talking to no or not seeing anybody? Oh, oh, I've been here. (laughs) What caused that? Was it just something that you felt like you had to do for yourself? Or was it something that was forced upon you? Um, To be honest with you, um, I could be honest with you, and I know this is probably part of the journey, the obstacle that I had to overcome was was forced out. I feel like it was forced upon me because it was something through the self-discovery experience that I had to, to learn for myself. I mean, mm. I literally had to self-analyze why I was doing some of the things that I was doing. Because mm. <clears throat> I really was making some bad choices uh, mm. with my eating habits and, and stuff like that. So I really did take the time to self-analyze myself and kind of shut myself in and say, okay, stay away from people so you can figure out your own stuff. <laughs> right, right. That's Those are gems. Yeah, I mean, those are true yeah. gems. And it's, it, it's sad, but a lot of us, out here, it's hard for us to sit with ourselves and sit with our problems and, and really analyze ourselves. We're so used to social media and going to the club and going to bars. And it's just like to sit still and really look at yourself and really figure out what are you doing and for what reason. Like that's, yeah. it's tough. And I had to make myself, I had to make myself happy and learn mm. what I want, what, what's going to make me happy and what, what did I enjoy? What did I right. like? So on top of that, through the transformation, I've always been heavy on my life. So seeing mm. through that transformation, you know, I'm, I'm noticing a newer me, you know, and right. becoming a newer me. And through that, you know, that uh, wormhole of transformation that I went through, you know, it's like you come out more confident, more energy, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. There's so many other things that you come out better for on the other side. Mm-hmm. And But if you do take the time to do it, hey, this is it. Right. Well, this, this conversation was amazing. Like I said, well needed, right on time for what we're going through. Um, Papa Joe, tell the people where they can find you on social media, where they can find yep. your book, and all of your content. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go. All right. Uh, for the book, Balancing the Scale, How to Train Your how to train your Mind, Body, and Your Business is available on Amazon under uh, Papa Joe Avion. Um, on Instagram, at Papa Joe Avion is my life coaching page, and at the Electric Negro is the animated series page on Facebook. It's Facebook slash the Papa Joe Avion uh, on Facebook, and then also on Facebook as well. Um, the Electric, I'm sorry, Electric Negro Facebook uh, slash Electric Negro, um, and then also website uh, electricnegro.com or jojonow.com for the book stuff and other walking videos and other health related issues stuff. stuff. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on Ghetto and Godly with Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker, and Dr. Dr. Key. Key. <laughs> Papa Joe, you was amazing, man. This is mad dope. Yes. I, you guys gave us a lot of inspiration, and I'm definitely going to uh, be in contact with you to send you some uh, content, man, because I would definitely love to write please, for the show. Please, please, please. I want to make sure I get you guys' info, too, when I want to get shirt sizes. And, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to send you guys some care packages. <laughs> thank you oh, so but much. Also, but also... But also, um, real quick, uh, if anybody else, I got a free merchandise giveaway on electricnegro.com. So if anybody wants to sign up on there too as well. Can, can, can they get that information from your Instagram or go to the website? 
action, just go right to the website, LexiNegro.com. There's a free merchandise giveaway right underneath the content. Definitely going to be plugging that on um, our Instagram. Yep, definitely. Boom, please. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Come get your free stuff. <laughs> get your free stuff. <laughs> Give it away. Yep. <laughs> That's right. They better to get it wise good, Papa Joe, because you know how it is, man. This is going to get please. more popular. They ain't gonna be able to contact you after a while, man. So that's right. No, that's mm-hmm. good. We good. We good. We good. We good. Bring them on. Come on, Joe. Get All right, Papa Joe. I want everybody stay positive. I want everybody stay positive and electric. That's what we are. You know, yes. we go all little. That's it. So yes, we just got to stay strong. That's one of that's one of these little symbols right here. Just a little reminder. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Papa Joe. Thank you for coming on. Well, thank you so much for having me, guys. No, you was awesome, Papa Joe. Thank you. All right, you will. Uh, Thanks, uh, Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. We gotta, we gotta send information for that care package, and I gotta put in my work. You know, I've been, been you know, just, saving some stuff. That's what's up. Yeah, you send know, right I, over. I, I make a few connections. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> send it right <laughs> over, man. Let's do this. Be writing the next Boondocks, man. It's crazy. And that's that dope. That's a dope idea, though. Mm-hmm. A black superhero, like a cool one, though, for the kids, so mm-hmm. they can look up to him. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mad dope. It is dope. Yeah. Like I said, that came right on time. You know, I feel like everybody's kind of going through a bit of a transition period with everything that's going on, and it's kind of tough to stay to stay positive and stay motivated. But you know that that conversation motivated me. You know, I'm I feel and I go through things just like everybody else. So. I needed that for me. So I hope y'all took away from that conversation like I did. 400 pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. (laughs) But that's the best way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that uh, sometimes weight loss surgery, and I know I have relatives that have gotten the weight loss surgery. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, you do? (laughs) I do. And... You know, sometimes I feel like, you know, this is just my personal opinion. I feel like the weight loss surgery, um, it goes too far. <laughs> Got you. And I feel like um, they lose too much weight, you know, at a rapid pace. So I think the fact that he did it naturally, um, I think that's the best way. You know, if you can do it, it's going to be harder. But the, the payoff is going to be putting in a little work, right? Putting a little bit more work. Listen, like I know people that had that weight loss surgery, like no shade, no tea, but like your head is still fat, <laughs> and that's it's just like it just don't look right. Like oh, <laughs> you wilding, man. So you said they got the big head, little body. the Star Jones head. We all know what we talking about here. Damn, that star, that head did not lose an, an inch. Damn, y'all. But that's what I mean. Like the surgery goes too far. Like you get to a point, like okay, you lost weight. Like stop right here. But you can't stop it. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. It's you're just gonna keep losing weight until you just got a big ass head. That's so. crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah. Well, Shout out well. to Papa Joe. Well, Papa Joe was dope, man. Electric Negro. I fuck with that. I feel like I'm electric Negro sometimes. Or just a Negro. No, I think I'm electric. I'm electric fine. <laughs> I put a motherfucking spaz in it. That's how I do it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay, Dr. Key. Yeah. Well, any last words for the congregation in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic? Oh, man. How to stay positive, stay healthy, stay out the way. 
Let me tell y'all, man. Do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, they can't. You can't. Outside is closed. Do what the fuck you want. What does do. that mean? I don't think I don't so, think that's wise. So what I'm saying is, outside is not closed. Outside is, is closed. Is outside it, is closed. And the and open. the people that are not following this social distancing quarantine, Man. look at Florida. Florida's hard headed as fuck. Like they don't give no fuck about what's going on. Florida man, <laughs> Florida man. No, like straight up though, y'all. Like, I'm like this, y'all. My job, my career requires me to be out there in the field. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with it. So, my job put me at risk. You feel me? And I just thank the Lord for blessing me, you. for blessing me with you know His shield and His protection. To where I'm not affected, you know what I'm saying, and I don't feel that I'm going to be affected by it. But I do wash my hands. I, I do think you had it. it. Oh I'm my God. no, 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 like no shade. You had it, and I'm saying this has been out for a minute. Do you remember when we went to San Francisco and the way you were sick? Yeah, I was. That was Corona. I was like, I, that I was Corona. Like, I, I, I feel like I couldn't even move. I couldn't even walk. Like my legs, I couldn't even walk. Like my legs mm, were tired. That like, was not the was regular playing. flu. No, that was not no regular flu. Like not not at all. I couldn't even like eat. I couldn't hold nothing on my stomach. Like nothing. That shit was like that I, was Corona. I I, I want to go to the hospital but like i i didn't want to go to the hospital in san francisco and then i didn't want them to not let me fly because they, it was something else going around that time too but i didn't it was my shit wasn't like that it mm. was like some other shit like mm. bumps or shit but i didn't have no bumps or nothing but they weren't <laughs> letting people fly because of that like mm. i don't know if you remember but i didn't want to get stuck in san francisco mm. that was the thing and i wanted to come back to vegas and go to the hospital but mm. you know my god is good and my body got through it, so. Yeah, this has been going on. Even the last time I was sick, I was, like, sick, sick. Like, I had a cough for, like, a month that I couldn't get rid of. Like, that was Rona. Like, that was not the regular flu. So, with that being said, I feel like I'm immune to it. They were testing people out. They weren't testing. I mean, it was it was just out. You know, the virus was out, but they didn't know what it was. I got you. And I know exactly how I got that shit, though, man. Like, I, cause I remember that shit so keen. Like, I remember, like, I, cause I don't really get sick, y'all. So, like, when you don't get sick, you know what the fuck, you know, you know when you're sick. And, like, it was right before we got ready to leave. And my, my homeboy, he was fucking sick. He always sick. <laughs> and, and I'm like, damn, man, I hope this motherfucker, man. You must have smoked. Yep, I, I smoked with my boy. And, mm. and, and after that. smoking with sick niggas. I was like, damn, my throat, uh, my throat started itching. And then that's like, that's when it started, y'all, when that fucking throat started itching. Because I think that's the shit going down your throat. Mm, that's the Rona. Yep, that's the shit getting you. And my motherfucking throat started itching. After my throat started itching, y'all, it just it went downhill. Did you watch Pandemic? What's that? The the movie on um Netflix. No, I watched I watched uh break what was it break the one with the the one that had uh General Ford in it. It's uh fucking uh I can't think of his name right now. The one the black dude who played God. Mm. The old man. Uh, the, the one that plays a lean on me. Yeah, yeah, the principal. What's it, Mr. Mm. Clark? What's his name? Um, I forgot. Yeah, he playing in that shit. I think it's break breakout or you have to watch pandemic. That I think shit, I saw pandemic though. You saw pandemic with Donnie um Donnie Wahlberg and the wife goes to uh 
Hong Kong or that's something? That's not that's not no damn pandemic. What is it? Contagion. Contagion, yeah. Man, I watched that already. You watched But what's the name is like I knew how contagion is and that kinda of feel like that's what they based this the is, world off of. It's the contagion bat, is what we're living through right now. Bat, the bat and pig and all that. The bullshit. pig and the bat yeah, and no, Dr. No. Fauci is on pent on no, contagion. No, but the one that I like, the one that I watched was the one that it started with the monkey. What was that called? Fuck, what movie was that called? It's like uh I don't know. Outbreak. Outbreak? Yeah, that shit is, is that good. on Netflix? Yes, yeah, on Netflix. I like mm-hmm. that one. That one's good. So you didn't think Contagion was like, oh my god, like it's how was this how was this movie we made like then this. and we are living exactly that? Cuz like to be real with you man, like it's fake. Like I feel like this shit fake. I feel like they used that shit for fear, and they used the movie to program y'all ass. And once they felt like it was programmed enough, and enough but people saw it, but the movie wasn't. Let's hit the we weren't ass. talking about the movie until they put it on Netflix. It no, just no. just movie, so happened I, when I swear to God, I've been saw the movie. I watched that movie. I think we did. We go to the theaters. I think we went to the movies. I didn't go shit. to the movies. If we didn't to go to the movie and watch that shit, I watched the bootleg. But I definitely wanted to watch it because it was dope. It was like a virus, and they kept promoting that shit like a virus can kill everybody. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, I'm watching some. You know, I like to watch shit like that. So I definitely watched that shit when it first came out. And I knew about it. I already knew it. I was like, and when they, when they said the bat, I was like, man, this shit came from the movie. Movie, yeah. Like, so, I'm, so in my mind, I'm like, well, where did the virus really come from? Because the, that. Because they created it. Exactly. Do you think it came from 5G? From 5G. 5G. Man, this the thing, y'all. This is this the weird shit. What light was that? Oh, that was the the weird shit like is this man like the 5g i feel like 5g is not don't have shit to do with the virus i feel like the 5g is worse than the virus they just blaming the virus for the, what the 5g is doing to those people over there that can that can happen to us too exactly and i feel like that's when that's what's gonna happen if they keep fucking with that 5g like because like people falling out walking down the street passing out and they said that's how strong that shit is like even this shit I got in here is strong. Like Wi-Fi, like it was like Wi-Fi is fucking strong. But do you strong. see the towers though? Like the random ass towers. Like we got hella random ass towers they all around. Like they even make them look like trees. Trees, now. yeah, yeah, them motherfuckers. And like it's all fucking bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like, you know, ain't nothing you can do to stop it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like fuck. <sighs> what you supposed to do? Just, just, uh, just stay healthy. Don't have no weak immune system and shit can't fuck with you. Earth is so ghetto. Why wow, Earth got me so good though? Cause this. Did you watch fucking Tiger King though? No. Oh, what, so what's man, the tea on this shit, on man. this on this man? Tiger King. Let me tell you. You know how I watch shit. Like I watch it in pieces. Cause I is it a movie? Is out. it a video? What is it? I thought the shit was fake, y'all. Cause the shit just ridiculous. Like this motherfucker, y'all. Like pretty much did whatever the fuck he wanted to do on his ranch. I'm talking about this motherfucker had hella guns. They had a but why is it news now? Like, because uh, supposedly he got locked up, and he, now he's telling his story. So he's locked up now, or he's yeah. not locked up. I, well, from what I what I paid attention to, and what I got from the uh, documentary, he locked up right now. I don't know if he's out. Where's the documentary at? It's on Netflix. This shit crazy. It's like, what was he doing though? Man, all kind of bullshit. Like the motherfucker got robbed, and the reason he got robbed because he was going bankrupt, and he had to sign the business in another man's name. And that other man took the business from him. Because he was a bitch. He was, like, really, like, a gay white man who used, like, young white dudes and made them his boyfriend by giving them drugs and buying them shit. They said Shaq is gay. Because wasn't Shaq in the picture with him? 
Yeah, I don't think Shaq gay, but I think Shaq probably did some business with him. They said Michael Jackson owned the alligators that got burnt on on the show because somebody burned down his alligator. Uh, his alligator. Uh, I gotta watch shit. this. Yeah, it's just <laughs> fucking crazy. I'm telling you, like this, like even his uh, one of his boyfriends killed himself on camera. Oh, that shit crazy. And I was like, oh, this shit went on in Oklahoma. Mm. I couldn't believe. I thought this shit was fake. I was like, this shit can't be real. Like I know they didn't let this man do all this shit, and they did. What was like he had a farm, a fucking whole ranch, a and ranch. A amusement park on the ranch with wild animals. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. This nigga had wild bears, wolves. <laughs> like, let me tell you, one episode, the niggas didn't have no meat to feed the wild animals, and they was talking shit about Walmart because Walmart wasn't giving them their food that they needed to feed the animals. So they was having, they was like some nigga shit. It was like if we had some motherfucking lions in the project and the food stamps didn't come. How the fuck we gonna feed the lions? That's how they was looking like for real. They had that episode like them niggas could, oh, and then, oh, what's the crazy? It was really like a hood zoo. Like somebody <laughs> arm got bit off. The nigga went out there and told the customers, I'm sorry, y'all, we gotta shut down today. Her arm got bit off. Like this, I thought I was like, this shit is fake. This is not real. I have to watch this. This shit real. How was he able to get away with it? That's what up. You gotta watch it. That nigga didn't get away with it. Cause that nigga locked up supposedly now, but watch that shit. That shit crazy. Tiger King. That shit crazy. And niggas like my homeboy then was like, that nigga's weird. They were like, oh man, how do a heterosexual man watch that? Nigga, that shit entertaining, nigga. That's how, nigga. Oh, like, they was trying to insinuate yeah, that like, she was nigga, a little like, fruity. Not, not me, but like people, like dudes who watch that is gay. Like, no, nah, y'all niggas gay for saying that. Because yeah, I definitely yeah. far from that shit. Y'all niggas gay. And y'all niggas go watch it after I tell you this shit. Because one nigga didn't know it was females in there. There's hella females in there, but. But it's not like a porn. Like, what's wrong with no, watching exactly. it? No, exactly. It don't show none of that. Like, I that mean, to me sounds like they got some gay insecurities. They, yeah, but they do say some gay shit on there. Like That's cool. A lot of this shit is gay. What you watch on television is gay half right. the damn time. So what Even the fuck does that power, matter? all that shit. You right. You right. Exactly. So what does that mean? Your friend's gay. Could be on up. But. <laughs> shit. Um, that shit was on there. That shit crazy. Tiger King. Watch mm, this shit. I'm gonna watch Tiger King. I can't believe it. I thought this shit was fake. I was like, ain't no way this shit is real. And that shit real. <laughs> like, and he was like, the nigga. This, let me tell you. This, let me tell you everything this nigga did. This nigga raised tigers, sold tigers. Where did he get tigers from? I'm, I'm gonna tell you. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know. That's <laughs> I they don't even fuck. I don't, I don't even know they tell that part. Like the nigga would just got on camera. I'm the Tiger King, and <laughs> let me tell. Nah, the nigga really the Tiger Queen, but the motherfucker had tigers. He was gay. He was a fucking country singer. He had an album. The motherfucker ran for president. You know what his slogan? I'm broke. You broke. So vote for me. <laughs> yes, I'm broke like you. I'm a broke motherfucker too. Oh my god. That's how he talked. And gave out t-shirts and pins, but let me tell you what he did. He fucking took like $80,000 from the business and used it for his campaign. Fucked up. He really ran for president? Yeah. That nigga, they talk. That shit uh, on TV. I'm about, the to show you. I'm about to show you this live video. I'm going to play it too so the listeners can hear it. I know y'all can't see it, but I'm going to play it so y'all can hear it. And y'all know He exactly. ran for president of the USA. Yes. I'm about to play. I'm about to play you this shit. This shit is real. This shit is not no, not. That's what I'm saying. That's how I knew it was real then. I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. What's this? Joe, the motherfucking Joe, the Tiger King ran for president. 
I want to know where he got tigers so from because I would low key want a duck. I want a, a yellow duckling. You crazy. You is crazy. I do. Yep, right here. Look. My bad, y'all. Excuse me. Excuse me. Y'all know how we do this. Is unfortunately continuing coverage of the 2016 election, or as it's better known, lice on rats on a horse corpse on fire 2016. <laughs> this election has now achieved a dubious distinction. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are among the most disliked presidential candidates in history, so it is hardly surprising that some are seeking an alternative. Who's your vote for right now? I really don't like either candidate, to be honest. I'm not really excited about the election. I just don't really feel like I like either option. Republicans and Democrats are kind of bumming me out. 315, 320 million people, and this is the best two that we can come up with. <laughs> it's true. Americans are so disillusioned by the major party candidates, it seems many would prefer to vote for Kevin Klein's character from the movie Dave or the ghost of Martin Luther King Jr., assuming he only said the three quotes that white people like. And this, this disenchantment may explain the high interest in America's third parties, because when your two main options are depressing, any third choice seems good. If you're, an, if you're at a, a KFC Taco Bell and you see a bunch of pigeons eating something in the parking lot, you might well think, hang on, what have they got over there? <laughs> and, and luckily, there are a great many third party options out there. There's Jim Hedges of the Prohibition Party, uh, the worst party without alcohol since your born again cousin's wedding. Uh, there's Dan Vacek of the Legal Marijuana Now Party, which should really be called the Illegal Marijuana Now Legal Marijuana ASAP Party. <laughs> and then there's independent writing candidate Joe Exotic, who claims to run the Joe world's largest it. private zoo for tigers and produces incredible campaign videos. First thing is, I am not cutting my hair. <coughs> I'm not changing the way I dress. I refuse to wear a suit. I am gay. I've had two boyfriends most of my life. I am broke as shit. <laughs> I have a judgment against me from some bitch down there in Florida. And this is all paid for by the committee of Joe Exotic Speaks for America. Wow. Just oh, wow. That motherfucker's crazy. Joe Exotic are crazy as shit. Y'all gotta take that shit out. And that motherfucker not exotic, so ain't nothing exotic about him. I don't know why he got that name. That nigga name He's whacked. Joe the Weirdo. He's a whack man. Joe the Weirdo. That's what his name <laughs> should be. That motherfucker's crazy, y'all. Um, I can't believe they allowed that shit in Oklahoma, but they did. They did. All right, so we're gonna turn into Joe Exotic or Joe Whack and, um... Tell y'all. You gonna tell them this week? What, what I thought about it. 134 inmates at Cook County Jail confirmed positive for COVID-19. That's fucked up. They put it in the food, man. Them niggas did that. Somebody did that, y'all. That's that was a hit. They they hit them. I feel like every time that like it's a big one, somebody hit them. They even put that shit in their food, or they gave them a bunch of tests there. Cause like to be honest with y'all, anytime they test you for this shit. Or they give you a shot for they this They're giving shit. it to you. They give it to you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you're getting a live virus. And guess what? If your body don't fucking react the right way to it, what do you think side effects are? Mm. That's why I told both of my parents. If they, my mom was in the hospital before this shit hit the fan. Um, and I was like, ooh, do she got the Rona? But I don't think they were testing people. I really think that she had it as well. Um, but thank God she's okay and she's better now. But um, I tell both of my parents, don't let them test you. Right. Don't test. 
I feel like they're giving it to people when they test. How everybody yeah. testing positive? And then they die now, but then they die. How everybody test. testing positive except your red, your orange ass president? Right, but the key is they die. Like all the deaths didn't come until them tests was given out. Until the test, and that's why people ain't, they ain't telling people that because I don't know if they want to scare people. But fuck that shit, man. Like I'm good. Thug it out. I'm my motherfucking go get this home. Shit through my system. Lemons. Lemon work, y'all. If Lem- y'all fucking steaming steam lemons. lemons, fucking drink lemons. I mean, you know, I'm not drinking, but eat the lemons. Like, pull a solid in that shit and suck that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, no homo, y'all, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> pause. You know, pause. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, do what you got to do with that motherfucking lemon, man. That lemon will save you. Even if you feel like you getting sick, pop a lemon. That lemon, shit go motherfucking get you through lemon, it. Not just lemon, ginger, turmeric. I, I don't know about the other ones, but I know about the lemon. I've been drinking my ginger and lemon teas at night. You know, you just got to do what you can, your due diligence to stay healthy and build your immune system. Work out, get those impurities and toxins out of you. You got to sweat. You got to drink a lot of water. Stop yeah. eating McDonald's. You know, you got to take care of yourself in these times. You got to make sure you you ready. Yeah, because other than that, your ass ain't going to be ready. Your immune system going to be low and they going to get you, man. That's how and, it is. And smoke a little weed. Smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Smoke a little weed. You need to smoke a lot of weed. Stay high. Smoke a little Elevate weed. Elevate your mind. A little weed. No, smoke no, a lot of weed. Don't do anything in excess, okay? <laughs> smoke a lot of weed. All right, y'all. Well, what's the moral of the story, Dr. Key? I want y'all to stay safe, man. Wash your hands. Stay prayed up. Stay good. Stay true to yourself. Don't follow nobody else. And that's about it. Mm, that sounds good. Stay true to yourself. All right, congregation. Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly. Keep the conversation going with your favorite host, Auntie Mimi. And remember to always be good to yourself and one another. Until next time, congregation. Bye-bye. Yeah, you did.